we're back with what a beautiful podcast episode four and what's, i'm jack wh- wait wait wh- what's what a beautiful podcast i've never heard of that oh man the, oh, shit is this the other podcast we do is this like yeah are you on the wrong podcast right now jack because i have no idea what you're talking about i thought this was the golden girls podcast am i confused am i in the wrong place yeah i I don't, I don't know what JoJo's is, and I don't participate in such like, you know, un like ungodlike activities like engaging in something called JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. My grandfather didn't fight in the Korean War for us to talk about Japanese cartoons. Japanese cartoons are basically the they're pretty much the reason why God has like just ignored humanity for as long as He has now. Oh, yeah. Like, you go to heaven, and the throne of God sits empty, and just, like, on it is, like, I'm gone because of anime exists. And that's that's where we are. And that's why there's sin. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So. (laughs) This is What a Beautiful Podcast, and I'm Jack. And and I am not Andy, the other one. This, This is Carl. (laughs) <laughs> yes, and, I am Andy Carl. will play, be playing. Andy by is Carl. on vacation right now. I am Carl. I'll be filling in. I I I am Carl, who knows nothing about the Jojos, and I will be talking about it. He knows nothing about the Jojos, but everything about Golden Girls. I'm number one Golden Girls fan. Peep my GeoCities about Golden Girls, where you can join a community <laughs> of all the number one Golden Girls fans. Your GeoCities is inexplicably still updated, like that Castlevania site you sent me. <laughs> or that you just, like... <laughs> Goddamn. All right, we need to... All right, anyway, so... Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay, all, all jokes aside, we're about to uh, get straight through to the end of Phantom Blood, and... Right to That's the end. A pretty cool, so let's just dive right into it. Where we last left our heroes, they just smoked, like, the monster dubey. Like just the biggest doobie. He's dead. Like he got anvil. Get blunts in Victorian England, dude. Like, like someone grew tobacco and like they figured out that was cool to smoke. So they're just like, why don't we just start smoking plants? See what happens. And like, <laughs> someone's just found weed. And like, whoa. Well, I mean, I mean, literally the paper. Like, I feel like cigars were like a super premium item at the time. I feel like there was no like dollar cigars at the Seven Eleven. So like yeah, that fair point. But I think like you could rustle up some like paper esque things like some papyrus, mi- <laughs> some papyrus or like so like <laughs> you know a guy who likes to whittle and you just like have this blunt made out of wood shavings and ditch weed. <laughs> Welcome to what a beautiful podcast we have. Fun yeah, here. let's try this for the third anyway. time. Anyway. We're on chapter 38, Thundercross Split Attack, which is one of my favorite titles for a fight, right up there with Knife Edge Deathmatch. So let's get down to brass tacks. <sighs> so when we last when we last left Team Joge, um, uh, they they confronted Dio in his monster mansion, in his monster house, and they're just about to take him on like this is the final battle there's six chapters left so you know yeah you know shit's about to get real and like jonathan like deal tries to send these jobber zomboids after jonathan and jonathan's like man i have seen some shit today i have had a bad day I am not in the mood, and just eviscerates these jobbers. Dio has to be completely fucking with them. Like, there's no way Dio thinks that these freaking zombies are going to be able to do anything. No, he's he's totally not thinking Craig the Zomboid is going to take down Jonathan. Yeah, because the, one of the things to know about Dio is, as, like, crazy and over-the-top evil he is, he still has a little bit of respect for Jonathan at the end of the day. Oh, yeah. I mean, the whole ending, like wouldn't have happened if he didn't have some respect yeah like even though he was basically trying to torture him his whole life the fact that jonathan balls up eventually kind of changed dio's outlook about him a little bit yeah definitely and i you you definitely see that in this fight like 
Dio kind of loses some of his like <laughs> shit, but we'll get to that. So yeah. before anything, like speaking of jobbers, let's talk about Dyer for a second. <laughs> the jo- the jobber of jobbers. <laughs> his last name is Dyer. Jobber. Is basically the equivalent of like to use a no- yet another wrestling analogy. Like if they just like brought a guy in for one show. Like, not even, like, the main show. Like, they put him on, like, a Tuesday night show, and he just gets... Goes in the ring, and then just immediately gets thrown out. (laughs) Does that happen? I feel like there's gotta be some kind of, like, no-name indie wrestling league where, like, people will show up to their first match and just, like, get... Just, like, completely screwed up. Just, like, get dump-trucked? Like... (laughs) I don't know if that's a wrestling term, but it should be. It totally should be. <laughs> Man, I tried to wrestle, but I totally got dump trucked. And guess what happens to Dyer? He gets totally dump trucked. Oh god, he gets destroyed. So he tries to use the same move he did on Jonathan before like on Dio and which is basically like like a dive kick, but then he does the splits. So his dick is in, like, Dio's face, and then he tries to, like, karate chop him, but, like, an ex-karate chop, which doesn't actually do anything. But then, <laughs> then Dio does some some vampire hijinks and just straight up freezes all of Dyer. Yeah, he like, just straight up, like, cold hands him, like, he just, he's just frozen. He's froge. Um, except for his head. Froge. Like... <laughs> He's, he's completely fro- he's completely froge except for his head and his like very good hair like his hair is very good um and dio calls him a hinjaku hinjaku which in japanese means weakling thank you editor's note um <laughs> and then dire oh i, I thought dire f- fell but actually dio just like just brings his hands together and shatters like the ice parts of Dyer's body, which is ninety five percent of him. Right. It's not quite yet, because some <laughs> somehow Dyer, well, he, his head lands in this bird bath full of roses that Dio has, because you know, this is a believable character aspect of Dio. I believe that he would have this giant planter full of roses, just because. Um, <laughs> But Dyer, like, blow darts, like, as a head, he blow darts a rose at Dio's eye using the ripple, because the ripple can do whatever, and, yeah, you know. and like, pops his eyeball like a grape, and... <laughs> <laughs> your, uh, your descriptor words tonight have already on point, been just 10 on out point. of 10. I'm very excited, because we're at the end of Phantom Blood. <laughs> we're at the end! As much as I do like Phantom Blood, I'm very stoked to be through it already. There's like four good scenes, and these are two of them. The whole thing. Yeah, I mean, they're really, really good, so it makes up for it, but like. God, there's a lot of filler. Yeah. There's like 30 chapters of filler, and 10 chapters of good shit. Yeah, so much filler when there's not even that long of a story. (laughs) No, not at all. But back at it again. Uh, Dio's eye gets popped. Dyer, he, Dio's pissed, freezes the rest of Dyer's head somehow. Like, he kind of just becomes frozen, shatters, Dyer's dead. But now, Dio is pissed. (laughs) Oh god, he's so mad. He is, like, incredible levels of mad. And I don't think he ever gets more mad than he is right now in the series, ever. Um... I don't, I don't think so, cause like, like his... there's parts of Stardust Crusaders where he gets pretty pissed, but like not like this pissed, like no, like in Stardust he, Crusaders, he is platinum mad. He is star platinum mad, yes. Um, <laughs> but Dio, Dio in Stardust Crusaders range of emotions goes from like brooding to like <laughs> to like Bleh! that. That's yeah. his. That's his emotional like spectrum, but. Now Jonathan reveals that he has a secret weapon to fight Dio's vampire ice powers, which is uh, luck and pluck, which he got from Bruford. And he yeah. thinks like, 
I can focus the ripple through the sword. I don't have to touch Dio because he's a gross vampire. Um, and I'm not sure if you saw this on the bottom of this page when he pulls out Luck and Pluck, but Dio like flings himself backwards like to the balcony where the fight takes place, and it looks oh, yeah, ridiculous. He kinda, like, doesn't he just like land on the railing like and he just like poses? Well, not not even like but, like before he lands when he's in midair, he just looks like he looks very silly. He he looks like a silly boy. <laughs> Dio is a silly boy. Oh yeah. Oh, he likes yeah. to think he's tough, but he is very silly. Yeah, and like the next next page is when he's just like, "How dare you with your low class ripple? How dare you?" And just all this time, his eye is on fire because of the ripple. So I imagine he's in pain, and this is probably like the first time he's gotten hurt since like that uh, vampire broke his collarbone back in Dark Souls Town, um, back in Undeadburg. Undeadburg. That's that's a. It's right next. It's a really shitty part of Duckburg. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a place you want to go on the reg. No. Okay, and then like we cut away from Dio like being pissed to like the to Straits fighting four named jobber zombies, and these guys are my favorite. Their names are Paige, Jones, Plant, and Bonham. Because of course they are. And they look like nightmares made flesh. Like I love how Araki just like, okay, so like I I think it's fair to say, even though I'm not that big of a fan, that like Led Zeppelin is probably one of the most like important and influential bands in rock music. Sure. And Araki made them into jobber zombies. <laughs> I'm gonna be completely honest with you, Andrew. I did not know these were the names of the people from Led Zeppelin. (sighs) (laughs) That sigh. That disgusted sigh. Oh, Jack. I swear to God, you actually have lived under, not just a rock, like you have lived under Mount Everest your entire life. Dude, I don't listen to Led Zeppelin. I've, I don't think I've ever I don't really listened to Led Zeppelin either, but I know who freaking Jimmy Page is. I, okay, <laughs> I, looking at this Triceratops monster who says his name is Page, I'm not thinking, oh, yeah, Le- like, Jimmy Page. Yeah, totally. Yeah, but then there's also John Bonham and John Paul Jones. I don't know. And who's Plant? Robert Plant. Oh, of course. All right. I'm not going to feel bad about this because I'm just not. Okay. Fair enough. I, I was going to point out that, like, looking looking at these guys now, they're kind of like proto-stand designs. Like, they're weirdly biomechanical in a way, like, we don't see again until, like, part four. Like, t- like look yeah. at them. They're, they're just kind of like... Well, a lot of the er- the early uh, Joe stuff is Rocky like, screwing around with different yeah, he's, he's styles playing with he's it. ready to get into. Yeah. He's like, he saw Devil Man once, and he was like, oh, man, I want to draw that. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> so Straits just, like, eviscerates these jobbers. Like, he drops a chandelier on them, like, ripples the chandelier, and they're all dead, and we're back to the cool fight with uh dio and jonathan so this is (laughs) i don't know why we had that cutaway like we didn't need to see what straits was doing like tom petty's probably just like eating a sandwich back there probably i mean straits is basically nonsense now now the naming scheme is broken how does (laughs) how does it make sense that he's straights but there's no dire yeah, okay, I understood that straits. one. I want for the record, I knew that Dire Straits was a thing. Okay? Okay. Well, okay, alright. Fair enough. Okay. Fair, fair enough. Alright. Um, so yeah, this is where Dio kind of like crumples onto the railing a little bit and does like a little two-step shuffle back onto it. And then like some honestly pretty cool panels, like more so in color, where like Jonathan and Dio go at it. And then, in a sense of, uh, like, foreshadowing to his grandson, uh, Jonathan pulls roses from his asshole. 
Like, that's the only place where the, <laughs> these things could have come from. That's, that's where they come from. Like, as Joseph Joestar will do with grenades in, like, 60 years, Jonathan does with ripple-infused roses. <laughs> and I guess with Gyro and his steel can, like, <laughs> in another universe. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Everybody's got something. Everybody's got some weird thing they're going to throw at you. Yeah. I put the steel ball in the can. How I got it in there is a secret. Um, anyway, so... <laughs> God damn it. I, I can't not think about that. <laughs> I mean, it's probably... like. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. So, Jonathan has a sword fight with Dio, who's just using his hands. Like, he deflected most of the roses, but they were um, a distraction... Jonathan goes at him from the side that Dyer, like, popped his eyeball on, which is a smart move, and just, like, cleaves Dio's arm just, like, off. Like, it's, like, this meaty chunk yeah, of ham gone. arm. And, like, the sound Dio makes, like, he says, yeah, but god damn if I just can't read it as gay. Because, man... <laughs> Like you're reading so right to left. That's why you put that in the notes. <laughs> that is exactly why I put that in the notes. Oh yeah. When I, I saw that. I thought like any number of things, and I was trying <laughs> to think back to the chapter. I'm like, what could he possibly be talking about? Oh yeah, and, and I wanted to say Dio has been disarmed. <laughs> <laughs> and like, Jonathan goes for the overhead like double fist chop. And weird, like, out of character, he says, make, like, a banana and split, which I thought was just very out of character, but, like, he just... Yeah, that's like, like something Joseph would say. Yeah. He doesn't actually say that, but, like, I wish to God he had, because <laughs> he splits Dio, like, like a banana. <laughs> like, straight down his middle from top, from, like, top to about where his hips are. And like, yeah, he's literally he's literally in half. Yeah, the detail on these like two facing pages is incredible. Just like, it really shows you where like his nose and teeth got cleaved, like this little piece of lip that just is gone. Um, and speed speedwagon who's just been like off to the side this whole time is like he oh, finally yeah. defeated how, how Dio. Speedwagon doing right now? Uh, he's fine. He's doing good. Like he's, he's very just... afraid. He's very afraid, but, you know, he's still calling the match. That's yeah, what he, he does. still came here. He calls the match. <laughs> he's got a job to do. Yeah. Um, and then, I guess Jonathan looks down at his hands for the first time in a while and realizes that they, too, have been froge. Um, and so, Joe is froge at this point. Um, Thank God. Yeah. And Dio takes his opportunity to just, like, grab his carotid artery and just, like, hold it like like one would a worm and <laughs> that's like probably my least favorite thing in the entire universe by the way is when he does this i hate it i hate oh, it oh yeah so you don't much. you don't like gore at all or you don't like that sort of thing i'm i was into it i was like ah oh, shit yeah let's go Let, let's fucking <laughs> let's eviscerate each other here but jonathan uses his two legs which have not been froge and tries to tries to make something happen with that but his, his feet end up frozen as well. Dio says it's useless with his iconic phrase, Muda, 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 which means useless, 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 like most of part one. Um, <laughs> Got him. Yeah, zinger. Um, <laughs> and then we cut back to straights, just like, <laughs> like there's a degloving injury, which is where like the skin of your hand comes off. I don't know what you call, like, when the skin of your entire body is just ripped from you, but that's what Straits does to the zombie, like, and it, and then, like, back to Dio. <laughs> I guess we needed to see that. <laughs> we just need to keep checking up on Straits because, you know, he's an important character at this point, right? Yeah, oh, Tom Petty slaps a zombie so hard, like, his neck snaps. That's cool. Good one, Tom. <laughs> um, and then jo Jonathan... Uh, shows Dio that he has outsmarted him because all the fires that have been, like, all the torches around the balcony, Jonathan put his sword tip 
in one, which is still embedded in Dio. So, like, his arms are now unfrozen. Um, Dio realizes it's too late, breaks the sword, and then Jonathan follows up with uh, a yellow overdrive, which doesn't quite work because now his fist is a giant ice cube. And, God, these ice powers are inconsistent. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, how do they even what... work? I mean, it's the same thing with the ripple. It's just whatever, whatever Araki felt was necessary at the second these powers can just do i guess man but it's like christ i wanted some consistency in my power sets whatever and then like you're in the uh, wrong series i mean maybe like part three is very (laughs) consistent it's it's like it's like oatmeal it's like oatmeal um well all right we'll say we could say that part three is probably the most consistent of anything yeah yeah and then it goes downhill from there but yeah basically dio uses his blood vessels like as one word like feelers or or, like mini arms we see that come up again time and time again like slurps back on his arm and then he pulls himself together literally and like just along the scene he kind of shifts his face up and i really like this sequence of panels where it's just like uh not not quite Mm. Ah, got it. Oh, yeah, and he's getting it back into the right position. Yeah, Yeah, because the first time he did it, like, he's offset with himself, <laughs> and it's very funny. Yeah. Um, uh, Jonathan's able to squirt out the uh, the vampire essence that Dio put in him before, like, when he had squirt gripped his carotid. Out. Yeah, like, he you showed ha- you that. You had to say squirted out. Yeah, it was a big squirt. Um, <laughs> Because, like, that's consistent, because we saw him do that with, like, the monster Doobie, like, when he squirted out the, the snake venom. That was that was internally well, yeah, consistent. yeah, Hamon can definitely do that. That is a consistent thing that Hamon can do. Yeah. Um, so we're back, back at it with the fight, and <laughs> Jonathan, as his... Ah, oh, shit. What's Jolene to Jonathan? Is that... God. Uh, Alright, so... Great, it's three greats. Great, great, great grandfather. Okay, so hit. So as his great, great, great granddaughter will do, um, like a hundred and fifty years in the future, Jonathan sets himself on fire, like he sets both his fists on fire, um, to do like a double, double clenched fist like haymaker right into Dio's guts, and Dio tries to stop it, but. Jonathan just guts him like a fish. Like Oh god, yeah. Yeah, this was very satisfying to see. Just like Dio's innards just popping. And like as his bits splatter on the ground, then chapter forty one title, A Demon's End. It was very, very thematic. <laughs> and <laughs> the the group shot of like Poco Poco sister straights weird deformed tom petty and yelling speedwagon is very funny yeah (laughs) this this greek chorus just does not know what to do right now (laughs) Uh. oh boy poco i mean i hope you die at some point and then Uh, i mean they don't really say what happens to him but i'm just gonna just assume that he dies yeah he's he's just straight dead he eventually is gonna die so like that's cool yeah oh yeah and at one point in here ah shit where like straights just like says radical like like just radical exclamation point oh yeah like when the first time jonathan tries to punch dio with the rip when his arm gets froze like speedwagon says oh he did it and straights just says radical (laughs) so like it's there Straits, and... <laughs> Straits is like probably one of the worst characters. He's like he's really bad because like he isn't really a character. He's just like, well, I don't know because he... like he doesn't really do anything in part one and part two. It doesn't make any sense like at all. And no, I, ne- no. I never liked Straits. Straits was kind of like the linking thing from one to two, like in addition to Speedwagon. Um, yeah. So Dio's body starts getting like schlumped by the ripple. Like that's the only word I can 
describe it. It's kind of... I'm, I'm sure you're painting a picture, Jack. Yeah, I'm painting a very vibrant word picture. And so is Dio. It's like, this heat, my body is melting. Yeah, this pain. And it's it's very it's very good in color. Like it's it's very good in black and white, but it's better in color at this point. Like it no longer it hasn't looked like the busy world of Richard Scarry for like twenty chapters. But here, whoever co- like did the coloring did a very good job. Um. Yeah. So Dio's Dio's very pissed. He was like, I was supposed to live forever. I was supposed to like smoke a lot more monster doobies. Like I'm, what what is this? And he uses <laughs> he uses the last weapon in his vampire ass pool toolbox with space ripper stingy eyes. And I didn't realize that it's not called that until part two. Um, like he doesn't say space or does he say it like when he uses it again? Oh man, I forget. In part two? No, because Straits uses it. Oh, this, the, oh, right, because he gets the vampire powers. Um, yeah, spoilers. Um, oh, shit, we're jumping ahead. Uh, it, like, kind of have to with this, man. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so we use the move called Space Ripper Stingy Eyes. Like, that's what it says. That's what the, it translates to, where he, like, bursts open his remaining eye and shoots, like, brain fluid at, like, a, <laughs> like a, hydro, like a hydraulic beam. Which, like, if you ever seen, like, hydraulic injuries, which you definitely have not, I can, I can almost 100% <laughs> say that you have not looked that up. Um, like, it does exactly what it does here. Like, the amount of pressure just, like, cleaves skin and bone. And that's what it does to our friend Jonathan here. But he puts up his hands and, like, blocks it, but it still, like, puts, a like, a nickel-sized hole through his arm and hand. And what's very funny here is it also goes through some of these jobber zombies in the back, which is a very nice touch. <laughs> and in the anime, um, it goes into the sky and cuts a cloud in half, and that's fun. Right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh God, I'm just re- thinking about part one anime, and it's, it's kind of rough. It did its best, but like if yeah. you can, if you can find them i'm not sure if they exist anymore watch it with the duang subs it's very... <laughs> did you know these existed yes i did know they existed but i have never i never watched them oh yeah 240p like dot wait like uh whatever the video equivalent of wave is like it <laughs> very funny um so Dio loses his marbles, like he's falling off the cliff into dust, so we think. Um, and Jonathan collapses because he's had the worst day. Like this boy needs a nap. Oh God, yeah. yeah. I don't think it gets any worse than the day that Jonathan has had. Oh no, he's just like, oh man, I am tired. Like get, <laughs> like we need to go to a Red Lobster stat. <laughs> like I need some Cheddar Bay biscuits. <laughs> Did they have those? Did I mean, they have, they have like, like literal red lobsters, but <laughs> I mean, you could probably just like go down, go down to Dark Souls Town, stick your hand in a river, and like pull out a lobster. Like they really didn't. There you go. They were poor people food back then, man, because only like poor people would like deign to eat these weird water bugs, which like that's literally what they are. They're they're freaking water scorpions yeah it's like man you taste delicious with butter and lemon but moving yeah, well, on same thing with kid crabs they're giant battle armored spiders oh god i love them love them but they're like the best thing in the universe yeah it's like god said i'm gonna make you look like a nightmare but you are gonna be one of the best tasting things on this planet have fun mm-hmm. <laughs> oh Basically. that's right you live forever if nothing kills you Good luck. <laughs> Survive. Survive. <laughs> so, and and like the great lobster, Dio does his best to survive here, which which involves cutting off his uh, spiting his body to cut off his own head so the ripple cannot travel to it Doesn't and slurp it. Yeah. yeah, which makes sense. Fine, fine. 
But yeah, um, I mean, he, he, as long as his body doesn't get engulfed by the ripple, he's gonna live, even if it's only his head. Yeah, and his head is exactly what's left. Like his beautiful golden locks and uh, Wang Chung, who's been somewhere, like sees Dio's head like fall off this parapet, and like lovingly wraps it in a bundle and just holds it for a little bit and he's very it's very touching and then it's really beautiful it's like you know it's like wang chung is just it's just there when he needs him most yeah he's like dio's speed wagon i never realized that (laughs) for like part one and then and then that uh that position is taken up by vanilla ice and poochie um mm-hmm. so now the like the fight's over we're in cooldown period like uh the denouement if you will like we see the bunch of people in this dark soul town have been killed from the vampires we see team joe burning i think dio's clothes yeah th- i think that's what they're burning here um speedwagon smashes the mask basically like cleaning up the little uh like plot threads whatever yeah, like, making sure there's nothing left to just crawl back into their lives. Oh, um, yeah, it will crawl. <laughs> and then uh, Jonathan and Erna get married. It's that's a very nice um, like shoujo esque oh, yeah. like panel, very or page rather. And <laughs> this part in the anime where Speedwagon realizes that he's very very late for a very important date, like <laughs> him <laughs> leaping up is. <laughs> He's such a he's such a nice boy. Like I wonder I if love he him. he's such a sweetheart. Like I wonder if he still hangs out with like Tattoo and his Oriental friend who was never named. <laughs> but you think he goes back to the hood just to go, go back up. to Ogre Street? I mean, he has a car. He's probably like one of five people in in like Victorian era London that has a car. Who has a car. Like <laughs> if people want to go somewhere, like they hit up Speedweed and it's like, "Yo, dude." You want to go down the street? Yeah. I guess if anybody's going to have a car, it would be somebody named Speedwagon. Yeah, maybe he, like, he's named after the car. <laughs> As opposed to Aria Speedwagon, which I also know is a thing, Andrew. So don't, don't even, don't think. Um, okay. I, 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 I won't I, think. Not even a little bit. I, I think I, oh wait, I saw Aria Speedwagon in concert one time. That, that's a memory i have um okay so yeah speedwagon runs out to catch this boat that erina and jonathan are going on oh yeah because they're going to the new world for their honeymoon that's right, right. that's right that's right um and they see these four burly boys hauling this box <laughs> this very overly detailed box <laughs> it's like it's like a photo um and one of the guys like hears something in the box is like it's like all right let's let's load this shit on the ship and get drunk let's get out of here um it's a party boat yeah i mean it is a party boat it's the prelude to the storm is that is what this chapter is called which oh yeah yeah and we see some very cute pages of jonathan and erina being cute together which like we haven't seen in quite some time um, they're a very cute couple. Like they're they're having dinner on this party boat. Like the ships, like the party's rocking right at this point. As much as like an like a nineteenth century like boat to America can rock. Um, and Jonathan realizes that surprise, vampires are here. <laughs> surprise, <laughs> and it's not even like a surprise. Like Wang Chung is just like hanging out like barefoot and like weird. Oh, yeah, Jonathan just kind of sees Wang Chung, and he's like, wait a minute. It can't be. Dio is alarm. And then we cut to this very unfortunate priest who is mad about having to go to America. We never see him again because he dies very soon. Um, Mm -hmm. Discover this uh, photo-esque box. Because he dropped his cross on it. Um big crate big crate and it's unlocked and suddenly dio's here (laughs) whoa like he like spits out a bullet from this big crate and explodes this priest 
Wang Chung flings the box open. Dio's in this ornate, like, Giger-looking, uh, like, head jar. Like, that was just for him. <laughs> like, it, it's weird. It, like, this whole this whole thing is I don't know weird. where he, I don't know where he got that. Like, he probably like, did Wang had Chung it just made. have it, like, lying around? No, like, he made Wang Chung go to, like, a goldsmith and, like, a glass blower <laughs> and get it made for him. Like, this, this I is a... I need a head jar. I need a head jar, Wang Chung. Because, like, what else would you use that jar for? Like, I feel like it's very specifically designed to put a head in it. Like, it's, like it's way too nice to put, like, pickled eggs in. And that's the only yeah, other so, like, thing. Yeah, so, like, how do you just basically ask someone, like, I want to put a head in a jar. Can you make that happen for me? Maybe it's, like, for horse hound candy or, like, like caramels. Like, a very nice candy dish. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's real weird. Um... And so Dio's like, I, man, don't look at me right now, but I want your body, cause, but not in that way, but yes in that way, because I want to become you. I want to I take your body, and I want to put my head on your body, because I respect you, and like you're a cool guy, and yeah. All right, so now, now we kind of jumped ahead a little bit, so now we have uh, Jonathan had discovered that Dio is there. And oh yeah, the, the, zom- the, the zombies are already attacking and killing everyone else on the freaking boat. Did that? Did that? Like, did we see zo- like the zombies haven't like come out yet? Yeah, no. Oh, zom- Jonathan found Dio before the zombies happened. Yeah, yeah, because the uh, priest little... dies. Yeah, that that's interesting. I didn't notice that. But yeah, oh, Wang Chung like made himself known. That was it. Oh. Right, yeah, I have this I have these chain of events a little backwards. So, Jonathan follows Wang Chung, discovers Dio. Yeah. And then Dio tries to space ripper stingy eyes him again, and this time it works. No. Oh man, this is just a sad page. Ugh. It's yeah. so iconic like goes right through his neck like jonathan that's a that's a mortal wound it's a mortal yeah, wound. No, 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 no amount of ripple is gonna fix that no and like wang chung with dio on his perched on his arm comes over to take take the body but not the ripple the ripple does some things andrew the ripple does some it, things it sure does yeah, and this is where all the zomboids come out of the hold where they've been hiding. Right, right. And one of them, like, throws a life preserver so hard it explodes a man's head, which is impressive. <laughs> it's... <laughs> I did not think that this would be... This pop- life preserver had bricks in it. Who would have known? <laughs> did you... fun, fun Snapple fact. Did you know that they made life preservers out of iron in 18... Who cares? It's just a prank, bro. It's just a, and that zombie has just has the perfect just a prank, bro face. It's oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> please, please, like, use like this three panels uh, for the uh, for the episode like picture. It's it's great. I can do that. Yeah, in in color, please. It, it's <laughs> all right. So the zombies come out. Jonathan's still like dying. Um, tries to tries to fight Wang Chung a little bit. He can't use the ripple. Um, it's just <sighs> Jonathan's tried so hard and had such a hard life. It's not. Yes, he did. Yeah, it's not so, fair. No, it's not fair at all. Isn't he like eighteen? He's not. Yeah, he's he's younger than twenty, cause he didn't finish his schooling yet. No. Oh man. Uh, so Jonathan summons the last of his ripple power, and does a cool thing. That and Dio sees he's trying to do this, and he says, "Watch out, Wang," which <laughs> tasty, it's tasty, tasty lick. Um, <laughs> Jonathan uses this twirling uppercut into Wang Chung. Um, that's the last of his thing. He's he's gonna go die now. And Wang Chung's head kind of pops, and the ripple controls him into gripping the main drive shaft of the steamship they've, they've been on. 
and when the steam shaft, when the drive shaft can't move, um, the boiler pressure is gonna just build up, build up, build up until it's gonna blow. So that's Jonathan's intent here to just blow this whole ship up with all the zomboids on it, so Erna can like get away and live like a much better life than this zombie-filled nightmare. Yep. The surprise doesn't have to be vampires anymore. No, yeah, a world where... But the surprise is, a lady with a baby running away, a lady dies. Yeah. The lady gets her head smashed in, and Arena saves the baby. Yeah. Like, this happens after Jonathan and Arena share their final kiss. It's just very, very beautiful, very uh, cinematic. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. Because it's very sad, and the bit like the lady with the baby comes out and drops the baby, and Jonathan's like, "Oh, go, go get that baby, go, go, take it, take it, Sa- save, <laughs> take, the- take that baby, save the baby, <laughs> save the baby, save the world." Um, all- that there- was a that, that was a reference. That was a deep cut. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really though when you think about it um yeah dia's been hanging by his hair which has become prehensile like from the top of the steamship um it's very funny because in the uh the phantom blood anime they don't quite do this right and you just see his hair kind of just like inch like up to the ceiling until it's like 10 feet long and then he just slowly retracts into the ceiling phantom blood anime had some some budget issues (laughs) You could say. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll talk about that. So the steamship starts blowing up. Um, Erna is able to get to safety. Jonathan is not because he's dying. And Dio has wrapped his blood vessel octopus tendrils around his neck. And with the intent to take over his body. But with his last strength, Jonathan stabs Dio's neck pipe with like a piece of steel that happened to be handy um oh wait no a piece of steel that he pulled out of himself that's way more metal that's way more metal um to put dio at bay uh he tells arena to have a good life uh, away from all this nonsense um to to escape in the box that dio came in which sets up a very interesting, or not interesting, but like a very obvious retcon later on. But that's down the road. Uh, yeah, I mean that's that's one of like the classic uh, JoJo plot holes, like one of the one of the first real big ones, but definitely not the last. Oh, oh god, not the last. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so Jonathan Joestar has died, holding dio's disembodied but still alive head in his arms um and man the part where dio's just like wait a minute he's dead he's dead and then like that that just gets to me so hard man yeah like uh, his expression is very it's like very good it's just like what what really and is is a ve- like another very good full page spread just jonathan dead holding dio's head it's it, and he's it, got like a he's got like a melancholic smile on his yeah kind of confused i think like yeah hmm, what do i do and then like the ship explodes just completely yep. explodes um Aaron is safe in dio's box she surfs to Canary Islands. I'm sure it was pretty cool. Um, and that was Phantom Blood. Yeah, we did it. We made it to the end. God. Somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Phantom Blood is such a mess. Fa- Phantom Blood is... I think we, can, I think we is, can agree with that. As far as first drafts go, Phantom Blood is pretty good. It's a, yeah, it's a pretty I mean, good again, first Again, it's draft. like I said at the beginning, it's like, I really like Phantom Blood. It is definitely not my least favorite JoJo part. It's, it's, not, mu- even near my, it's not even near my favorite one, but it's definitely well, not my yeah. least favorite one. 
it, it's my least favorite because something has to be down there. I mean, I guess Stardust Crusaders could be down there, but Stardust Crusaders has some pretty cool fights. Like if Star- it does, but yeah. like Stardust Crusaders characters, like you know what the thing is? It's just like Dio, Speedwagon, Jonathan, Zeppeli are such good characters that yeah. like them alone elevate Phantom Blood to be more than it really should be because when looking at it just as a manga, it's not very good. But no. the pacing is bad, the plot is bad, but those characters are surprisingly written so well and work so well as characters that it really it really just saves the whole thing for me. Yeah. It's it's very good. Like in that respect. Um some others not so much. But as we leave Phantom Blood and look to the glorious new future with our benevolent god joseph joestar um we have to talk about this week's episode of diamond is unbreakable which oh man do we have a lot to talk about oh man man. like i know i said the same thing last week but oh man do we have a lot to talk about so let's uh, just first thing we're gonna talk about that new opening because i like it i like it all right i have very conflicted feelings (laughs) one Sure. I like the animation a lot. As far as the opening animation goes, it's probably the best in the entire anime so far. Oh, yeah, it's stellar because things are actually animated. <laughs> Where, yeah. Whereas before they were not. No, it was basically a slideshow. Yeah. But the song just does not do it for me on, like, so many levels. It's very... I can understand that because it's very, like, um, typical... Like, anime opening, which, sure. Yeah, and that immediately hit me the second it started. And, like, there's really nothing necessarily wrong with that. Mm-hmm. I just kind of expect better from JoJo. Not it's... to sound like a not to sound like a, a prick, but, like, that's just kind of how fair. I feel. That's fair. But I thought it did a very good job of introducing the radical new tone. The radical, straight's radical, new tone that, the like the next chunk of part four is going to have like, but you know what? I feel like the second opening for Stardust Crusaders kind of did the same thing, but still felt more Jojo than this one does. I'm trying to like, Oh yeah. Stardust Crusaders. I forget about Stardust Crusaders opening, but it was, it was good. Cause it like, it had a, it really ramped it up. Like got like, this is it. Like we're getting, we're getting into there, you know? And, like, I feel like the song, I was kind of expecting something a little different. And I think I maybe just got my expectations up. But it just, like, just really did not do it for me, unfortunately. Yeah, that's that's fine. I liked all, like, all the little hidden uh, Killer Queen motifs. Like, um... Oh, yeah. Like, the the cool sequence with the with all the Adam Hart father pictures. And then it splits away. Um, and, like, in the white, you see, like... The, the killer queen cat skull motif and then it goes to uh remy and the dog in ghost alley and i was like all right yeah oh yeah the animation for it is amazing yeah because like they probably are getting very good ratings and wb is like yo 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 let's keep this rolling yep because you know big shock is the most like human jojo part is what's connecting with people stronger than the other ones you know everybody's surprised which is why it blows my mind that it's taken this long for it to get any kind of adaptation at all. Yeah, like, it. I wonder what sequence of events, like, precip- probably, like, it's 30, 30th, 35th anniversary, like, precipitated the anime adaptation at first. Like, it's it's been such, like, a cultural touchstone that to not have an anime adaptation just became conspicuous at some point. Like, people people like higher up were asking like why haven't we done this we've done literally yeah. every other like as long running uh shonen jump or ultra jump whatever you want jump series like literally every other mm-hmm. one they've gotten like animes and all we have for this one is like two 10 episode ovas with varying uh <laughs> levels of quality <laughs> you could say that yeah that's um... a nice way to put it but it just it just doesn't surprise me at all that Phantom uh, that uh, Diamond is Unbreakable is as big of a hit 
with the younger anime crowd as it is. I know a lot of people that felt a little uh, bored with Stardust Crusaders. Like, it was kind oh, of a drag. Sure. And, like, sure. I'm with them. Because, you know what? Hard truth. It is a drag. A lot of it is a big drag. Oh, yeah. And I skipped some episodes of that. I don't feel bad. Yeah. I would, I mean, I wouldn't feel bad. I watched all of it. But, like, some of those two, two-parters, three-parters, they start to just, like, go on and on. And... The Diamond Dozen Breakable anime has just been cutting the fat real hard, and oh, it's yeah, been working some, out really well. This is and some like, lean steak. Yeah, and like purists are gonna be purists, but history is gonna show that the part, the adaptation of Part Four, I think, is gonna be like kind of like a turning point for this series as an anime because oh yeah, it finally hit, it finally landed. I think it's hitting that audience that it always deserved to have, but like. It just wasn't quite there yet. Oh yeah, like the like back in 2012, like Phantom Blood was on, but it's weird to think back there. Like Crunchyroll didn't have Phantom Blood and Battle Tendency as they were airing, or like a good time after. There were like three or four. Like that was back in the day when Crunchyroll really didn't get stuff. And, like, you had three, four, five different competing, like, fan sub groups. God, remember fan subs? <laughs> Rip fan subs. But that's because, like, Crunchyroll all of a sudden got real good. Like, seemingly yeah. out of nowhere. They started just, like, licensing all this good shit. And yeah. You know, and, like, good for them because it's a great service and they're a great company. So I'm glad it's working out because they, they do. They get all the good stuff except for the occasional one that... Funimation steals from under their belt, but what do you mean? Funimation. <laughs> but yeah, all right. Let's... So all right, let's talk about the episode. We, yeah, uh, we could talk about the history there. of JoJo for hours. So the episode, like where we left off, Koichi is in some bad shit with Rohan. Like Rohan keeps oh, God, stealing yeah. his, like him, like keeps stealing bits of Koichi. Um, Okuyasu is literally, literally, he is losing weight and years off of his life. Yeah, and Josuke and Okuyasu realize some 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 dank shit is going down here. Some dark, dark shit. Um, yeah, and and Koichi finds out that Heaven's Door is an overpowered piece of shit. Like because oh God, Rohan yeah. wrote on him that he can't like attack Rohan in any way. That means he can't tell Josuke and Okuyasu that things. Yeah, he can't gone do wrong. anything that would lead to Rohan being hurt in any way. Yeah, such a uh, heaven's door. Yeah, heaven's door. It's like the thing about heaven's door is that I feel like I feel like Araki must have known that heaven's door was as overpowered as it is because he made sure to not make it seem like most situations that the reader could just be like, oh, but why didn't heaven's door just fix it? Why didn't heaven's door just write on Kira to get rid of him? Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, uh, Okuyasu and Josuke aren't fooled. Um, they come back in the house when Koichi's about to get more pages ripped. Um, does it, what happened before uh, Okuyasu charging in? Like, did anything important happen? Or did Rohan just... Not really. Re Rohan just kind of like... Because oh, Koichi said, came outside and was like brainwashed and just saying like oh everything's fine i'll see you guys at school yeah and josuke was just like oh, okay just wanted to make sure you were okay and yeah josuke yeah josuke akiyasu seemed like they were gonna be walking back but then koichi went back upstairs and rohan was doing some weird shit to him and sure enough okiyasu was standing outside the window making sure and boom there's okiyasu ready to ruin rohan's day except okiyasu is not smart sometimes no poor okuyasu like man you can he fly. tries so hard you can fly with your stand your stand <laughs> is one of the most powerful ones in the entire goddamn universe oh man <laughs> fucking cool bar syndrome all over uh, you can erase time and space god damn it <laughs> god damn it um so he gets heaven's doored like he gets unraveled in a pretty cool way like his arms all become like uh sheets yeah. of paper uh like scrolls and he's like and I then uh 
uh, th- then Rohan just does something really terrifying to him. Like it's like yeah. legitimately unsettling. <laughs> yeah, it's like if if he tries to get jo- no, if Josuke comes in the room, uh, Okuyasu will set himself on fire. <laughs> yeah, and it's very it's real funny when uh, Okuyasu is like, ah, oh, that's stupid. Why would I ever do that? And they cut to him holding a lighter. <laughs> like the comedic timing in jojo is very funny very on point um so okuyasu sets himself on fire uh he totally does yeah josuke is trying to figure out a way to get into the room uh without being exposed to heaven's door so he just closes his eyes and just charges in which is a pretty smart which you know it's a very josuke thing to do very on brand yes this is josuke's (laughs) brand um yeah. rohan throws uh ink nibs like as one word uh shuriken oh that's right koichi uh <laughs> koichi watched uh rohan do his manga tricks it was pretty cool um but yeah rohan uh throws these ink nibs like into josuke's uh face flesh they're embedded there he just still does not open his eyes so he charges in um Rohan's reading Koichi's Facebook to figure out like what he can say to Josuke that would get him to open his eyes. And then he has the smart, smart idea to insult his hair. Yeah, that's the worst decision he could possibly have ever made. Yeah, that's probably like up there with him letting Cheap Trick into his house. Um, yeah. <laughs> or like his, or like accepting Josuke's dice game. <laughs> that was also a bad move on Rohan's oh, part. Oh my god. I can't wait for oh that. Oh my god, Mikataka is going to be a trip. Um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, Josuke immediately flies into a berserker rage. And like, I, I feel like this episode had a different like style director or something because it like a lot of the lines were heavy and more like it just felt like more weighty and like especially oh yeah i definitely noticed something there's definitely something different yeah there's some stylistic changes in here for the better because the one panel where josuke uh, panel uh like <laughs> frames fucking been talking about fan blood for too long um is just looming over this like cowering rohan his fist is the size of like a truck and it, oh, it's God, a I beautiful that's that a beautiful so frame. much like all the colors are perfect koichi and okuyasu in the background just like what's he gonna do i don't know they're just perfect uh they're back from being books basically uh basically rohan uh insults josuke's hair yeah and then he gets real mad is about to go beat him up rohan's like ha i got you and shows in the manga page but it doesn't work and he just gets punched right in the face and yeah. why doesn't it work? Because Josuke is so mad that he literally went blind with rage. Yeah, he can't. He's so mad that he cannot see. Like, <laughs> the maddest he's ever been. Or like, And each... man, seeing Rohan get punched in the face sure is satisfying. He gets punched in the everything. Rohan yeah. just gets punched. But that just that first punch when he thinks that he got him, but nope, he just gets a door right in the face. Yeah. Um, so then we find out why Josuke gets mad when people insult his hair, which uh, mm-hmm. is another, like, depending on how they handle this, well, I guess it doesn't really matter. But hey, like, well, depend- depending on what your own personal views of it are, this could potentially be a plot hole, or... You can just accept that it is a certain thing, even though it doesn't really get explained, and then you'll feel a lot better, like I did. But we'll explain that in a second, so go on. Yeah, so uh, Koichi narrates this by (laughs) leading off with, uh, I heard this one time, but I didn't know, I didn't really pay attention. Um, One time, like, back in Stardust Crusader times, like the 80s, when Dio was having his stand fit, uh, Josuke got the same, like, stand sickness that Holly got, and his mom tried to drive him to the hospital, but they were stuck in the snow. Like, so he was going to die. They're stuck in the snow. And then suddenly, out of nowhere, someone who looks a lot like Josuke <laughs> comes out of the storm. Uh-huh. Comes out of this blizzard. Um, and, but he's not, he's not wearing Josuke's whole getup. 
just the one thing um so and helps helps his like he puts down his coat like so the t- so the car's tires can use it for traction and they can get out of this rut and Josuke like has looked up to this person his entire life because he saved his life and he's never seen this person again his mom has never like they tried to find him could not find a student who matched this description and the student also looks like he got the shit beat out of him like he's bleeding and he's wandering in this blizzard and god knows like what time so and that is the last we ever see of this guy yeah there's a lot of there's some speculation that that is a time traveling josuke because there's an element of time travel later on like much later in part four but but it never really gets explained no so the time travel stuff never really gets uh brought through to its like potential i guess yeah it kind of iraqi just kind of dropped the plot point unfortunately (laughs) but (laughs) we should have a sound for every time we talk about a plot point iraqi has dropped like just a plate (laughs) smashing on the ground (laughs) yeah the price is right loser horn (laughs) (laughs) yeah so if you follow the thought through to its logical conclusion though i feel like it's only right to think that that's just time traveling josuke yeah even if it never got explained in the manga or probably won't get explained in the anime but still if you just want to have that peace of mind and saying you know what it is that's probably what it was supposed to be but it just never really happened yeah so we cut back like to joe to i guess koichi hearing josuke say this in the past when he originally told koichi this and he's like and that's why i wear my hair like this and when anyone insults it i get so mad (laughs) and yeah that that's that um and we cut back to rohan being a bloody mess and that's the end of the episode i think yeah and guess what it was great again it was a very it was a very cool episode like i'm but i'm more excited for the next arc i'm very excited for let's go hunting (laughs) oh my god i'm so ready for jotaro to just turn up at josuke's house is like yo here's some ball bearings we're gonna go shoot some cans all right <laughs> hey uncle it's just hey uncle we're gonna, i, I, we're I gonna just go love shoot... the idea of jotaro and josuke just going off on this misadventure that is gonna again lead to nothing good <laughs> it's gonna lead to <laughs> oh man Jotaro is gonna become like, like part eight Josuke, like in a bit, in a bit, like <laughs> it's just gonna be a puddle. It's gonna be gross. Oh my god! And, and it's crazy. Dion's gonna shoot a bullet. Like it's, <laughs> it's ridiculous, but it's very cool. And we see more animals having stands, which is an element yep. that I don't think gets brought up a whole lot after this. And it's funny because the crazy diamond shooting a bullet thing was thought to be iconic enough to be included with the, the SAS action figure. Yeah, and and the ball. You get bearing. the bullet with both. It. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. It's great. It's weird. Um. So yeah, very excited for next week. Um, on next week's episode, we're probably just gonna we're gonna do some setup for uh, Battle Tendency. Talk some more. Talk some about the the Phantom Blood anime. Not, not like all of it, but like the cool parts. No, but like we're just gonna kind of like dig into it, see what worked, see what didn't, and just kind of give our opinions on it. Yeah. And yeah, and then we'll, we'll we'll like give like a primer to Battle Tendency. Like we're not really gonna get into Battle Tendency next week, but we'll like talk about the overall plot and the characters before we like start going into the recaps of the chapters. Yeah, then, definitely. And then we'll have Diamond is Unbreakable again, as we will every week. And mm-hmm. then maybe some other shenanigans. Who knows? We had a lot to get through this week, so it was a little light on shenanigans. But yeah. we'll, 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 bring, we'll put something in the mix for next week. Yeah. Maybe I'll talk about fan fiction again. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of fan fiction out there. I was trying to think of, like, other quizzes I could do. But a lot of 
we know we both know jojo too well like for for me to like pick stuff is like uh is this a real piece of jojo merchandise of course it is because they made everything <laughs> did they make underwear with dio's face on the dick part yes they did probably no they they did you can buy it on mandaraka it is uh thir- it is 3200 yen and it comes with a t-shirt God bless Japan. God bless America. God bless all of us. Every single one. And on that note, have a great week. We'll see you guys next time.